In this episode, we look at how to build financial discipline. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we're looking at how to build financial discipline. Many of us go through periods of our lives where it feels like all we do is live paycheck to paycheck. We make enough money to pay our bills and eat, but not enough to get ahead or plan for the future. And the truth is that while we may deserve to make more money for the work that we do, sometimes our employers can't afford to pay us what we deserve, or maybe they can afford it, but they just don't. These are variables that are unfortunately outside of our control. And when things are outside of our control, we may start to question why we should put any effort into making changes. Why bother? You've been working your butt off all week and yet you're barely able to pay your bills. That's frustrating. And you're unfortunately not alone in this. Thousands of people every day count pennies to get a gallon of gas or go without hot meals so that their kids can have something to eat. Make no mistake, the system is broken. It's unfair and needs to be fixed. And while you 100% deserve to be making more money than you are, since that is outside of your control, it's important to also consider saving money. Now, with so many obstacles standing in the way, it may be hard to think about what it is you could do to save more money. This is especially true when we're already living paycheck to paycheck, when we feel like we're stretched to our limit. And so in today's episode, we're going to be talking about financial discipline. In other words, we're going to explore some methods on how to spend a bit more consciously and maybe have a few extra dollars at the end of the month to throw into a savings account. And oftentimes, the financial situation you find yourself in isn't entirely your fault. But whether we're saving for our kids' college fund to buy a new car or just to make changes in our lives, it can't hurt to start being a bit more introspective when it comes to how we spend our money. Before we go further into the episode, let's take a moment to pay our bills and thank this episode's sponsor, Organifi. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offer plant-based nutrition with high-quality ingredients and less than 3 grams of sugar. They're different from some of the other juice blends out there. They only choose the highest-quality ingredients to make sure you're kept in optimal health. Each blend is science-backed to craft the most effective doses while maintaining ingredients that are organic and free of fillers when possible. Now, I've been drinking their green juice every single morning for the last few days and I honestly feel amazing as a result. It helps you start your day with essential superfoods that can help reset your morning. Plus, it helps improve your response to stress, which is always welcome in my life. Um, the improved response part, not the stress part, just to be clear. So if you haven't already, check out Organifi's Green Juice Blend the next time you're looking for a delicious blend of essential superfoods that taste amazing and will leave you feeling energized and ready to tackle the day. 
Go to Organifi.com slash Tiny Leaps to get 15% off any item in the store. But make sure you use my special link. That's Organifi, spelled O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. Organifi.com slash Tiny Leaps. The conversation about money almost always requires us to talk about debt and credit. Credit is our ability to borrow money. It creates access to goods and services now by leveraging the understanding that we'll pay for them later. Our credit report tells the story of how well we pay our bills on time. It's not reflective of our discipline in other areas of our lives, how good of a person we are, or how hard we work. It won't show someone the hoops we've had to jump through to make it to the point in our lives that we're at, or will it show them how much financial assistance we've gotten from loved ones? And while many people find this unfair and not truly reflective of our ability to pay our bills, it's unfortunately the system that stands in the way of many of us getting new cars, homes, loans, and sometimes even jobs. Our credit report shows us how many credit accounts we have, the borrowing limit on them, and how much money we owe on them. They also show how many loans we've taken out and if we were successful in paying them back on time. It shows us if we make monthly payments on time or if we experience a financial setback like the repossession of a vehicle, the foreclosure on a home, or a bankruptcy. This three-digit score tells a lot, but it also leaves out significantly more detail from the story of who we are and what has happened to us along the way. It's a complicated system that may cause many to pretty much just avoid it. But the unfortunate reality is that if we want to make any big purchases, we need to have good credit. And avoiding credit cards altogether is counterproductive and leaves us with no credit whatsoever. Debt is another one of those things that is unfortunately pretty universal. Whether we have to take out a loan to go to school, buy a car, get an apartment, or finance a new computer when ours breaks at the most inconvenient time, living in our society often means having to borrow more money than we have in our pockets. These two factors combined, credit and debt, with the reality that it's expensive to just be alive usually forces us to sit down at some point in our adulthood and take a look at our finances. And by the way, finances is a broad term that basically means anything that has to do with money, like investing, banking, credit, and debt. To be disciplined in this realm is to have a set of rules that we follow, as well as to be knowledgeable about how we spend and save our money. Creating this set of rules and expanding our awareness of where all our money goes and how to be more responsible with it is how we reach our financial goals. So whether we're living paycheck to paycheck or are just trying to save up for a vacation, we all have the power to control these two things, the rules we follow and the awareness around our spending. So the first step would be to figure out exactly what your financial goal is. Many people are so used to barely staying afloat that they've never stopped to consider what they're actually aiming for. Being in survival mode like this is destructive to our mental and physical health and often gives us a sense of tunnel vision. But regardless of the state of our finances right now, many sources suggest beginning our financial discipline journey by figuring out what it is we're specifically saving for. Financial goals can be specific, like wanting to buy a home, or it can be broad, like just wanting to feel secure. 
being financially disciplined isn't something we're born with the knowledge to do. It's a skill that has to be learned, grown, and cared for. It involves increasing our financial literacy by developing an understanding of what we don't know. And while this can be very overwhelming, the internet offers a wealth of information about how checking and savings accounts work, how credit cards work, what taxes are and how deductions work, as well as what emergency funds and sinking funds are. This wealth of resources allows us to develop an understanding of retirement plans, 401ks, and any other vocabulary we may be unfamiliar with. Because there's no shame in not knowing, but there is shame in not trying to know. From there, we may want to start working on a budget. This can be done on a piece of paper, in a notebook, or on a spreadsheet. Or it can just be a note on your phone. It honestly doesn't really matter. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. Making a list of the expenses that we know we're going to have is a good start. Detail whether or not the expense is on auto pay or something that we have to make a conscious decision to pay. Now, I recommend putting as much on auto pay as you can and then creating calendar reminders to help you pay the rest. It's all too common and this has happened to me so many times it's all too common to forget to pay a bill even when we actually have the money for it that can leave bad marks on your credit just because you forgot so put it on auto pay if you can and then the next step is to be self-reflective this may involve taking a look at bank statements from the past few months is there anything that was an unnecessary purchase anything that could have waited until there was more money in the bank to buy what about any impulse buys and also be sure to check for any subscriptions that we may not even use anymore. That $4.99 a month coming out of our account, it doesn't seem like much, but every penny counts when we have a financial goal that we're working toward. And after identifying a habit that may need to be changed, such as impulse buying clothes or eating out more times per week than we'd really like to, we have to start putting some boundaries in place for ourselves. Working toward a new goal involves making sacrifices. And sometimes those sacrifices are big, like restricting ourselves to only eating out once per month. Sometimes they're small, like unsubscribing to a music streaming service and using a free one to save the $10 a month. But regardless of the goal and the sacrifice, one of the most important things to consider when making and changing our financial habits is support. It's hard to make changes, especially when we have so much else going on in our lives. Communicating with someone that cares about us and cares about our personal development is a great way to gather up some support and push ourselves further toward the goal. We may even find that others in our lives have similar financial goals and that they may want to go on this journey as a team. Having a buddy to struggle through the challenges with is how we keep ourselves motivated. And when things are especially difficult, how we receive support and encouragement when we may be too emotional to see the light at the end of the tunnel. At the end of the day, we all want to live a life where we struggle as little as possible. This is human and universal. While money can't buy happiness, having stable finances can help us escape that fight or flight danger zone and begin to focus on other things in our life that do make us happy. That's it for today's episode. 
be sure to check out the links in the description. I've got a bunch of resources that we used for this episode that you can find articles, things that you should be reading, uh, uh, more information about things like credit scores, the debt system, so on and so forth. Check out the links in the description to make sure you learn this because financial literacy is your job. It's unfortunately not something that is taught in schools. And so it's up to you to gain that information. And if you want to have a life that is as stress-free as possible, at least when it comes to finances, it's up to you to gain the knowledge required to do so. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you haven't already, find the podcast over on Instagram at Tiny Leaps or on Twitter at Tiny Leaps, or of course, click the links in the description of this episode. And I want to give one last thank you to today's sponsor, Organifi. I've honestly been really loving their drinks. I've had the green juice, I've had the red juice, and I've had the gold uh, sort of like sleepy time relaxation tea. It's all phenomenal. It all tastes really, really good. And I've been having it every day since I found them. So big shout out to them. Head over to Organifi.com slash Tiny Leaps to get 15% off any item in the store. Thank you again for being here. I've been Greg Clunas. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.